Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Sandball Podcast Network. Ho, 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 and welcome to the 10th episode of Woodlock and the Vaughn, a fantasy basketball podcast presented by Fanball. I'm your jolly host, Chris Kringle. Here to help me stuff your stocking with fantasy basketball knowledge is John Kellogg Vaughn. And holding things down behind the scenes, our incredible producer, Salty L. Please give me a follow at Aaron J. Whitlock. And follow me at JK underscore the Vaughn. And remember that you can watch us live every Monday at 6 on Periscope. <laughs> Alright, I'm not doing that voice of the whole thing. <laughs> oh, come yeah. on, that was a perfect spot-on impersonation of Santa Claus. I thought it was pretty good, but I'm not a method actor. I'm not uh, Jim Carrey. I'm not I'm not keeping character for the entire show. Although, uh, that would have been impressive if I did. If you're not watching, you're really missing something special here. Because oh, folks, you don't know what you're missing. If you thought the turkey costume was good, oh boy. you uh, You haven't seen nothing yet. Santa Aaron is in the house, and oh, it's getting sexy. <laughs> I love how both my wins have come come addressing very festive. My wins are festive wins. You, I might as well just buy a bunny costume now because <laughs> Easter is just already in the bag. Valentine's I, Day, maybe Cupid. Could oh, be in action. get me yeah. in a diaper, a little arrow. Oh boy, we're gonna have to fix the lighting in here because my body is too pasty white for me to not have a shirt on. Oof. Not in February, folks. Not in February. <laughs> We have made it to double-digit episodes. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Ten. Milestone. Big milestone episode. We appreciate everyone who has listened so far. Seriously, thank you so much. If you want to give us a little holiday gift back, give uh, give this podcast a share. Tell your friends and family over the holidays. Spread the good word of JK and the Vaughn. And, and, you know, get in on Fanball and play a couple contests, because we'd appreciate that as well. This, uh, This will be our final episode of 2017, uh, we're gonna take a little t- <laughs> a little suspense for you there. <laughs> we're taking a two week uh, two week break for the holidays. Uh, I'm gonna be heading back to the mitten, see the family. I think JK, you're probably going back to Cleveland. to Cleveland. Yeah, very nice yeah. little little pr- holiday pilgrimage there. Oh yeah. Uh, we will be back on Monday, January 8th, same bat time, same bat channel. So uh, please come back with us. We're we're very excited. We got some big things planned for the. Uh, the new year, new segments, touch on our uh, our half season MVP picks, mm. and uh, and I think I think you're gonna be seeing us a little more often. Might be going to twice a week with Whitlock oh. and the Vaughn. Big things coming once the NFL oh, season yeah. ends. Uh, so with that, let's get into our final swish and brick. Of 2017. It's a good one too. Yeah, it is. Good. It's very nice. It's a little. You know what? We're stuffing a little bit extra in your stocking here. I'm going to start us off with my brick, and uh, a man featured 
very often on this show. One of my favorite bits of all time, the I Stand with Kyrie. Kyrie Irving, new colorway of the Kyries came out recently, the the Kyrie 4 Confetti Nikes. And uh, they're they're loud. They're uh, they're like a purple and green, kind of Barney the Dinosaur esque, honestly, oh, God, in the color yeah. scheme. Loud is an understatement. I mean, they are. If you're old school, these bright are bright and yeah, not bold. for you. Oh no, no. Uh, they're a bit much for me. I I personally no. wouldn't rock them. I like the idea behind them, which was they were inspired by as he was walking off the court in this past NBA Finals. He allegedly or supposedly got a a piece of confetti stuck to his shoe, and so. The theme here is that this is helping to remind him, you know, of how much that loss hurt and to drive him forward to to be better going uh, going forward. Never forget how much that loss hurt him. Yeah. Which is, I think, a common theme. You hear that from a lot. You heard that from the Warriors after they lost to the Cavs. 3-1, that, yeah. That Forgot that really stuck with season. them. But, of course, Kyrie, being Kyrie, the uh, the pseudo-intellectual, he's got to work in... Got to work in some little reference. So, they're on the tongue of the shoe. It features the, quote... All-seeing eye, which has nothing to do with Sauron or Lord of the Rings, if that's what you're thinking. This is like an Illuminati thing. (laughs) And this is, quote, meant to challenge everyone to seek their own answers beyond the ones that are given to us by books, media, internet, etc. What the hell is with this guy, man? Come on. Like, I'm trying to decide what my big thing that I'm just going to start believing is. Like, because apparently that's what you just get to do if you're Kyrie. Like, I just get to say the earth is flat. Uh, like, uh, let's see. What do I want to There's not a real picture of Earth, right? Isn't that the one he just came out with? That's, that's what he claims. Yes. There's no real picture of Earth. The ones from NASA are, I guess, fake. Those are. That's the worst take oh. of all time. Like, what is the motive? That's what I don't get is what, who benefits from everyone <laughs> thinking the earth is flat? What does anybody gain by that? I don't know. Like, That's oh, we question. we got gotcha. you. Goes through his head there. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, the Earth's, we've been lying to you. We don't want you to see what's on the other side of the flat Earth. Or, I, I, I have no idea, man. Guy drives me insane. Uh, I and think he I'm, just does it just to piss people off. Do you think so? Do you think yeah. he's just like Loki, the best troll yeah. in the NBA? Yeah. He just knows it yep. gets under everybody's skin. That yep. would actually, I'd have to respect it. <laughs> I'd have no choice if he came out like when Not he retired. Mad. I'm impressed. He's just like, yeah, I was just fucking with you guys the whole time. No, I didn't really believe any of that. You guys are dumb. <laughs> Damn it, Kyrie. You got me. And while we're on the shoes, we have a lot of shoe shoe stuff going on. JK slacked me over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Cat, big cat, Carl Anthony Towns wearing some fantastic kicks. Yeah, he had the uh, the new 2017 Nike Hyper Dunk. So I wear the when I play hoops, I wear the 2016 Hyper Dunks. He's got the new ones, and he designed he designed his own 2017 Hyper Dunks with the Kanye. Uh, Kanye. Now you would more. There was a Kanye. It was a design. Kanye Bear. Kanye Bear. That's what it is. Okay. Circa. Uh, it was a long time ago, though, right? Yeah, it's like graduation era, Kanye. Like, okay. I don't think we've seen it since graduation. Late registration, uh, graduation, college dropout was featured mm. on all those albums. I believe graduation is the last time we saw the uh, the famed Kanye bear. But yeah, if you don't know, Kanye is my boy. Big Kanye yeah. fan. Big Kanye stan, even if you will. So those are very cool. And then LeBron last night in the nation's capital. Yeah, I like those. He had the uh, the new LeBron 15s uh all black. He had one shoe was all black with a quality and gold written on the 
on the back, and then he had it. The left shoe was all white with a quality. Uh, well, it's spelled out together, right? Like EKU or something was on one, and like the rest. No, of the... they each had a quality. Oh, I they thought, each. Had it. Okay. I think they each had a quality written on the back. Yeah. I thought it was like the heels came together and it spelled. No, out I think he had a quality. The written, okay. They were written on both, but he had both white and black. Um, obviously, they were in D.C. last night. They played the Wizards, so obviously it was a. A very obvious shot at Donald Trump yep. and the way he's handled things. And um, I thought it was a nice touch to him. It, it was just wasn't anything over over the top, but I just thought it was a nice touch. And he had some good quotes on it, too, at the end, too. I think it's a simple message, and it's one comments. that you can't – there's really no way to twist that against him. You know, if you don't if, – if you're not for equality – then you know I don't know you obviously don't uh, yeah. understand or believe in this thing that this country is all about. So st- strong message by him uses his platform incredibly well. Oh, uh, big time, yeah. I like that. Big time uh, nice move by LeBron. Yep. All right, JK, I'll kick it over to you. What do you got? All right, so I'm going to start with uh last Tuesday we had Knicks Lakers at the Garden, Lonzo's first first game against the Knicks. And uh so this guy if you don't follow him on Twitter, uh Rob Perez, he changes his oh Twitter God. name or not. It's Worldwide Wob, W-O-B. Worldwide Wobs is, is his Twitter name. He changes it from time to time depending on his mood. But he started track. He's a big Knicks guy, and he started tracking this. Porzingis just recently followed uh, Jen Selter. If you don't know who Jen Selter is, I was trying to think. Is she just an Instagram model? I, I think that's it. I think she's, she's an Instagram, Instagram. model. Uh, with a nice, very nice physique. Uh so she started following Porzingis. Porzingis obviously immediately followed right back. And he started liking a bunch of her posts. He went on a like spree with Jen Selter, and Rob Perez picked up on it. Needless to say, she comes to the Knicks-Lakers game on Tuesday night and calls out that Por- she tweets out, hey, I'm going to the Knicks game, like looking forward to seeing the Knicks play. And Porzingis likes it, and he screenshots it and says, look out, Porzingis is going to be on fire tonight. And sure enough, he was. <laughs> He went for 37 points, 11 rebounds. They they beat the Lakers in overtime, so he had the bonus, but he, they, he beat him in OT. And Perez ended up tweeting, like, Knicks, we need to get Jen Selter season tickets ASAP. Need to get her courtside, <laughs> courtside is what it was. And she courtside, liked it. And she liked it, and she liked his post. So he tweeted out and tagged her in it. Nick, New York Knicks, we need to get Selter courtside, courtside seats, and she liked it. It was just the back and forth by Perez was fantastic. The, he, the fact that he picked up on Porzingis liking a bunch of Selther's posts was Yeah, the detective work on his part, the so t- liking her post, and then she posts the caption with, like, the unicorn being your new favorite yes, emoji. Yes, that's right. That's Yeah, I forgot about that one. She she posted unicorn was her new favorite emoji. That's right. Which, of course, is Kristaps Porzingis' nickname, the unicorn. Mm-hmm. Oh, just the, I mean. Then she tweeted, like, I don't know when she tweeted out that she was going to the game. It must have been fairly early on in the day because he liked the tweet. Yeah, I think he it was knew the that day she of was going to be there. It was the day of the game. It must have been in the morning, and he liked the tweet, like acknowledging that she. He knew that she was going to be there. He and was, Perez Pitt was all over it. Oh, all, all I mean, over it. Wing Manning just from the rafters. <laughs> from the rafters. What a guy! I I can't. I know it's it's we're plugging other content, but my God, what that man does oh, for the for the whole of the out. NBA community. I mean the the gifts, the videos that he gives us all. I mean, oh, it's great. just getting it all for us and. Honestly, like that's the like if you follow along on Twitter, like that's the Jen Selter game now. Like, thir- what do you have? Like thirty-seven, five, five, or did he have a double double? Yeah, thirty-seven. 11, 11, he had thirty-seven points, eleven rebounds, five blocks, and five assists. I think he was like one of the only. No, five threes. That's thirty-seven points, eleven rebounds, five blocks, five threes. I think he's the only Nick to ever do that to have a double double with five blocks and five threes. Yes, that's correct. So making history Tuesday night. 
the flu game, the seltzer game. <laughs> the flu game, seltzer game. <laughs> NBA history just being written this year. I love it. Oh, my God. I love this. The off-the-court entertainment that the NBA provides oh, is yeah. just unfair. Oh, like, yeah. Great. It was a cool piece, like what came out, the, the Cam Newton thing today with him calling out Clay Matthews. Like, that was cool. But you get this stuff, like, almost every night with the NBA, something. Like, like who was it? Was it Chris Dunn? Who was just blasting Alec Burks? Was it Chris Dunn? It was somebody on the Bulls who was given the F him, F him. Oh, Chris Dunn. Yeah, Chris Dunn. On the court. It was yeah. on the court, yeah. Hits a three in his face and then just, whoo. Yeah. Whew, some... He's having a nice little year, but I mean... To, yeah, for him to do that, it was and why Alec Burke? Like, what the hell yeah. is the history there? Like, who was Alec Burke ever pissed off? I don't know. Yeah, oh. just the way he felt. All right, my uh, my swish. Let's go to you. What do you got? My swish gonna be the uh, the Joel M- Joel Embiid tour of trolls. This was a good one too. Yeah, he has just been. He won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. So this starts uh, early in the week with a game against Minnesota. After the game, he has a mm-hmm. habit. Almost always after a game, win or lose, he'll post something to Instagram, a photo from the game to Instagram with some sort of caption. So following a win over Minnesota, he says, Euro stepping our way through Minnesota, and we ended up raising the cat last night. Which, if you don't know, the raising the cat caught on in Philadelphia. I think it's been a couple, a few years ago now. It was just sort of, I, I can't remember. I I don't remember exactly how it started, but I don't remember between social media and then they'll play it up on the boards. But basically, if they win, like literally, just like they raise a cat, they raise a cat. Yeah, yeah. like I don't know how it, were the. I can't remember where it started. It started. Like if right Embiid started it, I I honestly don't know. So that was his Euro stepping away through Minnesota. Ended up raising the cat last night. So Carl Anthony Towns comments on this. He said that caption was as trash as your picture quality, Oof. which I got to give it. It's not. Uh, it's a little grainy. A little grainy, Joel. And Joel Embiid, of course, got to have the last word. He says, better quality than your defense. It's just savage. Just absolutely savage. And as we talked about on last week's show, Carl Anthony Towns, he has some work to do on the defensive end. He has been murdering it, though, recently in, in fanball. He's uh, five straight games of 55 or more. He's 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 playing pretty well. So then later in the week, one of the best games of the uh, the young NBA season, Philadelphia and Oklahoma City, in a game that goes to triple overtime, and the Thunder ended up winning in Philly. Great game. Back and forth. So uh, Too much to recap here. If you missed it, you really missed out. Um, but uh, Joel Embiid, as he's starting to become kind of known for, he follows out Steven Adams, and uh, he, he let him know where the door was, gave him a little wave goodbye. We'll see you later, Steven Adams. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> and so they kind of got into it then, and then following the game uh Oklahoma City won and and Russell gave gave Joel the wave right back uh and so there's all all kinds of great stuff the content that came out of this after the game you had Joel Embiid on Carmelo Anthony <laughs> his quote was he just said something like don't do this with me or something like that I'm like dude you're not going to do anything Guys in the league, I mean, I can't remember the last time somebody actually threw a punch at somebody, so I'm not worried about anybody. <laughs> I've seen a lot all over the place about people talking about people coming at me. I'm African, so don't try me. <laughs> Which was referencing, I think it was in the second OT when it was when, whenever uh, Stephen Adams actually got ejected, and there was kind of a not a scuffle, obviously, but everybody was kind of coming yeah, together, talking some crab. Yeah. So just calling Carmelo out, which I like, because 
Carmelo is a totally a, a, a fake tough guy. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Uh, and so, <laughs> so after the game, Russ took some some party shots. Told him uh, he basically answered the reporters why he was waving. You know, he he took exception. I think his exact quote was like, uh, you know, he gave a wave to Steve-O. I didn't like that, so I you know I let him know it was time to go. So of course, once again, Joel Embiid always got a. Always got to have something uh, more to say. Uh, this was him after the game. I give them a lot of credit. They did a lot of things, but uh, I mean, the dude shot like 10 for 33. I wish I, I would have shot 33 times, and uh, I guess we would have had a better chance of uh, actually winning the game. But you know. so he's a little hard to hear. If you couldn't, uh, if you couldn't catch that, he says the dude shot like 33 times. I wish I could have shot 30 times, and Russell. 10 to 33 in that game makes a, makes a decent point. And then he goes on to say that, uh, he doesn't know why he was waving. I'm already at home. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, wow. So my question to you, JK is, are you getting at all sick of the Joel Embiid trolling? No, not at all. Not at all. No. And like you, like you said earlier, the raising the cat thing. So I looked it up, uh, while you were, while you were talking about it, it started with a fan, Dennis Grove, a 2013 LaSalle graduate raises his cat on Twitter and Instagram every time the 76ers okay. win. It started last year. Obviously, they only won a handful of games last year. So did a few <laughs> he wasn't times. raising the cat too many times. But this year it's caught on because I guess Ben Simmons is a cat guy, which oh, we may wow. need to investigate later Wow, on. we're going to need a deep dive next <laughs> wow, year on next that. 2018. Whew. Look into Ben Simmons. So apparently Ben Simmons, and he posts on his social media. Now, I don't follow Ben Simmons on, on any of his social media accounts, but I'm going to go immediately after this, going to go follow so apparently Simmons has a cat and posts tweets and stuff about his cat. So this guy tagging Simmons on the cat, and apparently it's they do it. They do it in the in the stadium now. They actually they actually do have raising. like a guy like like a video or image of him raising the cat. So that's where it came from. Hilarious. That's such a that's such a 2016 2017 thing to do. Such a just meme worthy. Just and and be it is smart too because the way like the raising the cat thing. I think his he 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 has a fallback answer. Like, oh, he's oh, that's, ready. He's, he's almost baiting you in. Yeah, he's, it's a fallback answer. Like, oh, no, we do this all the time at home. It's in our home stadium. But you know in the back of his mind, he's absolutely taking a shot at Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, no question. Like, the picture, a, you can see in the picture, Carl Anthony Towns is visible. A, yeah, it's a double. Yeah, you're right. He's a, you're that's right. In the photo, uh, Towns is in the bottom of the photo. It's a double meaning towards it, which, is, which I like what he does. It's smart. It's insightful. I just like the way he goes about and does it. And it's fun. It's entertaining. I mean... Even when they lose, what was the one? Oh, to Golden State. They blew a lead against Golden State. And he said, you know, tough loss. You know, we'll we'll learn from this. You know, now we know what it feels like to blow a lead. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted that out to, to about after the loss with Golden State. I was like, even though they lost, he still has fun with it. You know what I mean, it's not always win and take shots on social media. It's losing and taking it in stride and also taking shots. It's win or lose, which I like. That's I, I, I do. It's not like, oh, win, post something, make fun of someone, win again, post something, make Disappear fun of Disappear when right. there's a loss. Correct. Yeah, no, he doesn't wither away He's a loss. super smart dude. I mean, I'll say that. Like, he's always, he's very clever. He's coming up with stuff on the spot. Same thing with that. That was the OKC in the case they took an L there. Yeah. So I'll give that to him. I will say, when it's happening against your team, it gets under your skin a little bit. Like oh, now, yeah. now twice having him, like, taking some shots at Andre, like, it's not so fun when he's beating you. And no. he's talking smack yeah, like as right. an opposing fan, but 
I think overall you just have to appreciate it for what it is. So but, unique in this league. But the league must love it because then it starts to create rivalries. Like the next time, absolutely. And beat in towns, they only play twice a year because they're East Coast, West Coast, or West Eastern Conference, Western Conference team. So they'll play each other one more time after this, unless they see each other in the finals, which is whatever. not going to happen. Not going to happen, but. Uh, so the next time they play, you know, I mean, that's much watch. But it does. It gives everything a little extra juice every yeah. time. Like and next time the 76ers and Pistons play, they have a few more games left on the, on the schedule. Yeah, next so, time yeah. they play OKC, it's absolutely, oh, it yeah, becomes sure. much watch TV yeah, because of the trolling. Yeah. And you wouldn't have thought that going into the season, like, oh, Oklahoma City Thunder 76ers, like, oh, that's just a whatever game. No, and even if it's Turned a good into a basketball overtime game, awesome as, game on a Friday night, yeah. as good as a young Philly team is, the, the, the trolling truly does give it. A, you know, I like guys taking some shots. Oh, you, absolutely. You can't you can't simultaneously knock that when so many people are like, "Oh, there's no more rivalries in the NBA. Everybody's just buddy buddy now." And and now you've got somebody who's actually willing to stick their neck out and and uh, talk a little trash. I yeah. like it. Uh, do you have a do you have a brick for us this week, Jake? I got a couple bricks. Do you have one? Uh, I mean, I I'm. I could talk a little trash about Kobe on the night of his okay. double number retirement, okay. but uh, I don't have to. I don't have to be petty on Kobe's night. Don't have to be petty on Kobe's night. I'm going to go with, I'll go with the Pacers GM, Kevin Pritchard. Uh, I think when the, so the Thunder, the obviously Paul George came and visited the Thunder came, went and played at the Pacers. I think it was Tuesday. Or I Wednesday. was uh, sorry. Quick aside. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was shocked that they booed him like they did. Like, uh, Oh yeah. I well, really, you just, he didn't deserve the booing, I thought, but I mean, you knew it was coming. It's just insensitive fans, you know what I mean? Uh, shocked is the wrong word, but you no, you even said it last week. Like, Indiana, Midwest town. Like, I know he sort of forced his way out. Like, said he wasn't going to come back, yeah. which is a kind of a dig at the franchise that, like, I don't think you guys can win. I don't think we're headed in the right direction. But I, I was mean, I was surprised that, I mean, like, every time he touched the ball, he got booed. Yeah. I was surprised it was, it was that did, savage. You're right. He and did, it affected him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't have a good game at all, no. But he did a lot of. He did a lot for that for that city for that team. I, I think, mean, he had the one. He, I mean, it sucked because they could have done more. Maybe when uh, he broke his leg in that Olympics or the uh, practice, yeah, they won't. missed that whole next season, didn't he? Back to back Eastern Conference Finals, though. Yeah, I mean, if not for that damn Heat team, I mean, oh, yeah, you're right. Back to back Eastern Conference Finals, then they lose a season with him breaking that leg in the USA. So you don't, you know. I think down the line, there might be a little bit of regrets from some of those Pacers fans. Not because I think he'd ever come back there or anything. Yeah. But just. I think he legitimately enjoyed his time there. I think he was a little surprised at the the amount of vitriol that there was. Yeah, I think so too. And because when we just saw Carmelo just got a standing go from the Knicks right, fans on the whole Saturday. tribute and all that. Yeah, so and Carmelo and, didn't do shit. And he there. didn't do shit for the Knicks. Yeah, would they do win one playoff series? If that? Uh, they did one. they even win one playoff series? Early on, I think they won one. Okay, right. but it had, but that was like the first year he got there. Actually, we should look that up. And then. Uh, but yeah, he didn't do anything there. I mean, it's easy to the, the easy thing to do is blame Phil Jackson, right? Yeah, it is. But I mean, but I mean, I, there was time before it, Phil. Yes, exactly. If you looked at even you can blame Phil, but even when Phil was there, Carmelo wasn't doing any favors to that team. You know what I mean, no, they underachieved even yeah. during the best years before Phil Jackson was there. Sorry to derail yeah, you. No, go ahead. I got. I'm going to go two quick bricks. So Kevin Pritchard, the Pacers GM, on the night the Pacers beat the Thunder. That oh no, the Thunder beat the Pacers. The Thunder beat the Pacers, but. Yes. It was a close game, and Oladipo has had a really great season. Zabonis has been playing really well. So he goes on Twitter and goes back and starts liking tweets of people criticizing the trade from July. (laughs) Like the Oklahoma City police were tweeting out, like, looking for theft from the Pacers. A couple other NBA writers, I think Kevin O'Connor was one of them. He starts liking the tweets 
uh, of them criticizing the Paul George trade, which I thought was a little ridiculous. Because number one, like, I get you making the trade and you're bringing Oladipo in, but Oladipo is the one having a great season. It's not because of you. It's it, Oladipo is having. Yeah, year. like he's a fake genius. Like, yeah, I knew this. I whole knew time. Oladipo was going to be the most improved player of the year in 2017-18. Like, that's just the best you had. I knew Zabonis wasn't going to miss any shots. He's yeah. just going to make everything. <laughs> but that's just the best you had. That's the best offer you had on the table. So don't 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 pump yourself up and pump your ego up like. Oh, I'm the king. I'm so smart. And the Thunder, I know they're struggling now, but they'll pro- most likely get it together. Yeah. George isn't having a bad year by any stretch of the means. No, it's really Carmelo who hasn't brought to the table what Correct. you thought he yeah, would. Yeah, exactly. So I, I thought it was a little bit of a kind of a bad look for him to do it. Still hilarious, though, that the pettiness goes all the way to the The pettiness top, goes baby. to the GMs. That's the part of it. <laughs> the pettiness just spreads. We've been talking about it countlessly through these 10 episodes of Swishing Bricks. The pettiness, and it even goes to the GMs. The GMs are getting in on the pettiness. Oh, God. I'm going to go Brick A. Brick B, just a sad story that's finally getting a full closure story. Uh, Lorenzen Wright, 13 years played in the NBA, uh, from went to University of Memphis, from Memphis, uh, was killed in 2010. Never found out who killed him. It's been a mystery for all these years. Sports Illustrated did a really great uh, piece on his murder and stuff. If you want to go look into it. In November, they found the gun in a lake in like Mississippi, which was like 75 miles from Memphis where he lives in the offseason. So it happened in 2010, and they just found the gun seven years later. His ex-wife just got arrested, I think on Saturday or Sunday, or indicted for murder. She collaborated with this one guy, and they both killed him. He had a million-dollar insurance policy on him. That's obviously why she killed him. She collected the money, all this and that. So just a sad, sad story all around, but it's finally one that's getting closure, I guess, if the, for those close to Renzen Wright, that they finally found the people who have killed him and that they will be getting some jail sentences that I'd imagine will be pretty harsh. Somber moment there. It was. I had to get it, give a lot of respect for Lorenzo Wright. 13 years in the league. Absolutely. Glad to see, not glad, but glad to see just, justice done. Justice done. You're right. It's been an unsolved murder for seven years. Mom was very vocal on it. She wanted to, she wanted to find the people who were responsible for this, and and I'm and it's glad it's coming to an end. Quick shouts to the forensic teams. I'm a I'm a low key forensic files okay. junkie. That show is fantastic. What those dudes are able to find out like Dude. so long after, like you think the case is just like it's been they, cold for so long. They found the gun in November and it's December 18th. So they took them a month and a half to break that gun down. That's been sitting in a lake for seven years. It's water all over it, all this crap in it. And they've still were able to break down fingerprints and all that stuff. And be like, boom, we got our people. Science, man. Yeah, forensic scene, right? Good shout out. And w- real quick here, uh, I won't even call it a swish or a brick, but what's your over under tonight? Over under 40 minutes for the Kobe Bryant retire- number uh, retirement. This game starts at 10 30. How long is it going to go? Oh, God. Two numbers. I was, I'll say under. I think it's 30. God, man. Kobe, I, I like Kobe, but. The fact they're doing two is like ridiculous. It's just know. a little extra. Yeah. It's a little extra. And you know what, Kobe? I think it's, you know, people who are just that driven. So and- is it going to be two? Is it going to be two? So be two I think separate it's two jerseys. separate banners. It's not like two, like nah. double, the one banner double-sided. Eight Kobe, 24 Kobe. Okay. Double, Thank double God. going. And, and then much. he tweeted out today, somebody like, I think it was Nike Basketball. He tweeted out, I was like, what's the difference between eight and 24? And he retweets and he's like, Different animals, same beast. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, my God. He's just like, I respect the hell out of him. The dude obviously has like, like I just can't relate to Kobe Bryant. Like, And I get, you know, you could say the same thing about most NBA players. Like, the dude just has an unreal work ethic. Like, grew up just wanting to be the greatest basketball player of all time. But then I like, think he leaves the league and he's like, if being 
one of the greatest basketball players of all time is the best thing I ever did, then I've failed. And she's like, dude, fuck off. Like, yeah. go sit on a beach and just relax I for a minute. Like, Yeah, I, that, you're right. That is very nice. Like, you feel, oh, yeah, like, uh, how, how? what did you win? Six titles? Five titles? Five titles. Five titles. I don't know how many MVPs. Like yeah. Oh, three, yeah, four. you failed, man. Five titles, you failed. Yeah, yeah uh, you're a real bum, Hall of Kobe. Famer, first, you know, shoe on your, yeah. No, now he's got to be Mr. Business, Kobe. Look at him. I got a drink and uh, whatever. Screw you, Kobe. On your on your big night. All right, yeah. let's go into let's go into our studs and duds. Ooh. We'll get you through one more week. We will still have our daily content going on through the holiday break, so we won't be totally out of your lives. Right. Tuesday, we got a Nate Robinson size slate, just mm. three games, and I am going to go with the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo at eleven two as of right now, going against J.K.'s Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Giannis has been moved. <laughs> Ironically, he's finally been moved to small forward yep. in fan ball, and now he's playing at power, power forward. forward. Oh, yeah. So what are you going to do? He's at forward. You know, don't add us. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have a decision to make between him and LeBron, though, because of this. Uh, but LeBron, he said last week he's blessed with the ability to see plays on the court <laughs> before they happen. And God damn it, I kind of believe him. The guy has an incredibly high basketball IQ, but... I have been blessed with the ability to be extremely frugal. And LeBron is the first player in fanball history to get up over $12,000. So give me the Greek freak, almost $1,000 less. In his first two games against the Cavs this season, he scored 61 and 64 fanball points. And he has not scored fewer than 50 since before Turkey Day. Uh, And over the last five games, Cleveland giving up the fourth most fanball points to opposing small forwards. Give me Giannis on Tuesday and your boy, Santa, giving you a little something extra here since we're going to be gone for a little bit. Another Tuesday stud, Kevin Love, JK's yeah, boy. That's my guy. Mention on Republic's the sh- finest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I almost bought one. He has like recommendations on their website. I almost bought one. Does he really? On yeah. Banana Republic? Wow. Yeah. Turtleneck's one of them too. Oh my God, he would. <laughs> so we've mentioned this before many times, in fact, on this show, Bucks terrible terrible rebounding team Caleb has taken advantage of the first two meetings has a double double in both of those games oh, yeah. scored 47 and 64 fan ball points Tristan Thompson a little banged up get love in your lineups my dud the aforementioned oh, wow. Joel Embiid this was a tough night like I said only three games to find an obvious yeah. dud so this is more of I think you can spend this $10,200 in a better way it's a lot of money uh, he's sitting out Monday night tonight against Chicago Uh, So presumably he will play on Tuesday. However, in the four games uh, following a night off so far this season, he's averaging 48 fan ball points. Now, that's not terrible. It's not bad. You know, you're not going to knock it. But he needs 56 to hit his value at his current cost. Uh, And I I think Sacramento has enough bigs between Zach, between Willie Trill... Uh, Costa Kufas, few of those guys to keep him just under 50. Keep him from from having an incredibly high ceiling. They gave up 51 to him earlier this season, uh, but over the last 10 games, Kings are only giving up an average of 35 fan ball points to opposing centers. So that's going to be my dud, Joel Embiid. He'll have something to say no matter what. <laughs> Wednesday, uh, massive slate, massive slate. Really interesting matchups. This was even more difficult to pick. Uh, JK will have this daily lineup. You're going to want to check it out because there's there's going to be a lot to pick through. My stud, Chris Dunn of the Chicago Bulls, Ooh. checking in at 6,700 against the Orlando Magic. Uh, he's been averaging 38 fan ball points over his last seven games, which is right about what he needs to justify his cost at 36. Uh, great matchup with Orlando. 
giving up the fourth most fan ball points to opposing point guards over 54 per game. Uh, Orlando ranks in the bottom third in the league in turnovers. They're giving the ball away just over 14 times a game, which that's just bad. Uh, and that could be really huge for Dunn, who's had three or more steals in three of his last seven games. Those those two points uh, for every steal add up quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Dunn has scored 40 or more fan ball points uh, four times, four times in the last two weeks. And the common theme is his his ability to stuff the stat sheet, which should be very doable considering the Magic rank in the bottom 10 in the league in points allowed to point guards, assists, rebounds, and steals allowed to point guard. They are just brutal across the board. So let's go with Chris Dunn quick, on Wednesday. Quick shout out, Chris Dunn, uh, New London, Connecticut native, baby. Hey. I love the CT natives. Love it. Dud, Damian Lillard going against the Shan Antonio Spurs. Uh, this is another one where it's it's not that I think Dame will be bad in this game. I just think his ceiling's not that high. Uh, difficult to put up big numbers against the Spurs, uh, and it's not getting any easier with Kawhi back. San Antonio is a top five uh, team in defensive rating, as uh, well as playing at the second slowest pace in the league. Lillard's going to need 51 fan ball points to achieve his value, and in 21 career matchup with the Spurs, he scored 50 or more fan ball points twice. 22 times. Oof. Uh, now he still, he averages about four, uh, 41 against the Spurs. So similar to Joel, not bad. It's not like he's way off. It's yeah. not like that. You're going to be too mad about that, but on a night with 12 games, you got a huge amount of studs, huge amount of values at point guard. Uh, I, I don't want to pay top dollar for a guy who, who tops out between 40 and 50 points. I want somebody with a higher ceiling. Get me up into the fifties, the sixties. That's my dud. Kick it over to JK for Thursday. All right. So I'm going, uh, going Justin holiday. The Bulls Ooh, going against the Bulls. Double, I know, yeah, the double, double, stud double Bulls. Bulls here. They've been hot. They're in, what are they? A four or five game win streak. Five now? game win streak. Yeah. Miotic is uh, really boosting the play for them. Uh, the, he's shooting guard going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's at five thousand one hundred dollars right now. I think I wrote about it in last week's daily. Death taxes and playing opposing shooting guards that are facing the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what's in the DNA of that team, but they can't slow down shooting guards to save save their lives. Uh, they've already played twice. This will be the third matchup for the, between the Bulls and the Cavs. At his current at his current price, he needs to get over twenty eight. He's gotten over thirty both times he's played him, so he's a great play here. They're awful. Uh, Cavs are third worst in fan ball and slowing down opposing shooting guards. And this is the last. This is the twenty first Thursday. This is the last game for the Cavs before they have a little couple days. They have three or four days off before they go to Golden State and play the Christmas game. Christmas game. So I think this could be – I know we don't talk about it a lot in basketball, but I think – and we talk about it a lot in other sports where there's less games, particularly in football. I think it's a look-ahead game for the Cavs. I think they they kind of look past the Bulls and are, look past the Bulls and look ahead to the Warriors. So I like the Bulls to keep this one close. They're playing well, um, and I like Justin Holiday to have a big night. My dud is going to be Chris Tapp Porzingis, unless you hear that Jen Selter is going to be courtside <laughs> for this game. Do not start Kristaps Porzingis <laughs> against the Boston Celtics. They're the best defensive team in the NBA, defensive rating-wise. They have already played once this year, and Porzingis only put up 18 points. Three for 14 shooting, and he's missed the past couple games with a knee injury. Now he's missing tonight, Monday night, and then they don't play again until Thursday. I just Porzingis has some times where he looks aggressive, but when he's coming off injuries and he knows he's not 100%, he's timid. Very timid. I've noticed that in his game. It's a very good point. I don't expect an aggressive Porzingis here. Stevens is one of the best coaches at shutting down individual players. 
So I don't like Porzingis. He's at $9,100 too, so he needs to get 50, and he only had 18 last time. Stay away from Porzingis on Thursday. What, what are the chances that that knee injury is Celtic-related? Mm, that could be, yeah. Doing too many to, squats. Rob Perez, look into that, please. <laughs> Doing too many squats. <laughs> I have Friday, too. I'm going to Anthony Davis, stud against the Magic, $9,100 right now. He hasn't seen his price. His price has kind of gone up and come back down. He's He missed a bunch, a couple games with, what, facial injuries, the abductor injury. Yeah. So he's back down. Currently, he's at $9,100. So I like him at this price. Uh, he's going against the Magic. He's already faced them once, and he went for 62 fan ball points. At that price, he only needs 50. And the Magic are most likely – Going to be without Aaron Gordon, their starting power forward, calf strain. He could be out. They're bottom 10 in the league in defensive rating, and he's coming off back-to-back uh, double-doubles over 50 fan ball, fan ball point performances. Give me Anthony Davis on Friday. My dud's going to be Dennis Schroeder of Atlanta against the Thunder. Despite the Thunder's up-and-down play as a team, they're top-five defensive team in the NBA, Yep. which you wouldn't think the way their record is, but they are. Uh, Russ is a top, 20, top 25 defensive player amongst all starting guards. And and uh, the past point guards, they're in the last five games. Oklahoma City is fourth best in slowing down point guards. So I like Russ to shut down Schroeder on Friday night. I like it. And going then, into the weekend, you got a stud, yeah. Oh, I got stud. I'm going back to back. Oh, I'm going. I'm piggybacking off Aaron. The Magic stink at slowing down point guards. Yes, they do. Awful, awful. I got John Wall Saturday against the Magic, eight thousand four hundred dollars. Wall's healthy, coming off that knee injury, so his price is down. Um, they're allowing 54 fan ball points a game to point guards, fourth worst in fan ball. Aaron touched on it. Uh, you know, Alfred Payton is the ninth worst defender in all NBA players, including centers, forwards, guards. He's the ninth worst with like a 110 plus defensive rating. He and, is brutal. And fun fact, he also is the absolute worst in haircut rating oh, yeah. among all NBA players. Awful. It's, maybe that's why it's so bad. His aerodynamic is just. He probably can't see what the hell's going yeah, on. He's got the forward awful. mullet. It's really thing is bad. terrible. Here are some guys that have just recently played against the Magic and their fan their fancy point performances. Schroeder's played them in twice in three games. He went for 46 fan ball points, 35 fan ball points. Dame went for 35, and your boy, Reggie Jackson, went for 29. So everyone's had success against him. Go wall Saturday. Aaron, who you got for a dud? Dud, Carmelo Anthony against Ooh. the Utah Jazz. Now, you can forget about, this has nothing to do with the curse of Salt Lake City. <laughs> forget the fact that the Jazz are a top 10 defensive team and play at one of the slowest paces in the league. And you can forget that they allow the seventh fewest points to uh, to power forwards. Doesn't matter. This is about Carmelo Anthony. He stinks. He stinks, JK. He's, He's a $6,000 player priced at 7 k Ugh. He's no good, man. Look Jesus. at the numbers. They don't lie. Stay Mello needs 38.5 fanball points to hit his value at this price. Oh, wow. He's hit that once in his last 13 games. And all season, all season, 28 games, three times he scored more than 36. He stinks. Jesus, he's wow. an offensive player, and he's not scoring any damn points. God, he's been awful. His shooting's just been terrible. It sh- I mean, if he could wear a hoodie while playing the game, maybe he'd be better. Maybe. I mean, the amount of times I see Carmelo Anthony getting stuffed at the rim too oh. is embarrassing. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean he he just does has no explosiveness, he's no lost, finish, lost his bounce. I mean, missing just. I mean, <laughs> just catch and shoot jumpers. Like he's getting good looks and just can't hit. Like. It's almost sad. Lost his bounce. He needs to, you know what? Check the ego. Go to the bench. Pull a Dwayne Wade. I know, yeah. You're not above that. Like, uh, do you want to win or do you want to be a starter? Because it's not working. He would right be now. great on that second unit too. 
I, be better I, than what he is now. Considering how much, bad yeah. that second unit is, yeah, too. I know they need it. They need a real. They need something. They could really use a kick. I mean, I mean, look at. I mean, they're alternating. I know Chris Paul starts, but they're alternating him like with James Harden. If you could do something similar there, yeah, it would really help him. Mello, Santa's giving you coal in the stocking until you check that ego. <laughs> I like that. I All like right. that. No, Santa Cole. No games on Sunday. Sad day. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve yep. I guess we'll have football. to all spend time with our families. Oh, there's football. Never mind. Nope. Yeah. Don't have to spend time with your family, <laughs> no. folks. The Don't even say a word to them. Just stare at the TV. <laughs> leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm watching football and there's basketball tomorrow on Christmas Day. Basketball. Ho, 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 indeed. There are no duds Woo! on Christmas. You're getting two studs. Here we go. Russell Westbrook, 11-5, going against the Houston Rockets, his former teammate, The Beard. Mm. Hard to believe this is going to be Brody's seventh Christmas Day game. I was kind of surprised he's played in that many when I was looking this up. It's really? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that either. I wouldn't have thought seven. They started They started hyping that young Thunder team. I think it was like his third year in the league. They basically started okay, putting put them on, on the almost annually. Uh, he's going to be stuffing stat sheets, stuffing rims, and dishing out more scowls than Ebenezer yes. Scrooge. Love it. Love the angry rest. He's averaging 49 fanball points on Xmas. But mind you, that goes all the way back to 2010. And uh, five of these six games were with KD on the team, so you can expect him to have a little bit more than that. He's going to need more at that price. And a little fun fact, Westbrook's fanball point totals have increased on every single Christmas day, all the way starting at 33 against Denver in his very first Christmas Day game, all the way to last wow. year against Minnesota when he dropped 68 against the Timberwolves. Oh, my God. So if this trend holds true, Russ is going to be putting on a Christmas performance that we will not soon forget. Wow. Can we get 70, Russ? Do it for us. Get 70. Make Santa look like a smart, smart man. This kind of looks <laughs> like I'm grabbing my, my tits when I do this. That's <laughs> supposed to be my belly, folks. Oh, oh, oh. All right, JK, one more stud for us. All right. I thought about going LeBron. He's played 12 Christmas games, 11 in a row, going for 13. Brown is the reason I'm in this stupid yes. outfit. Yeah, oh yeah, he tore it up. Uh, I'm going to go Joel Embiid. $10,200 versus the Knicks, the first game of Christmas Day, noontime. I think this is going to be the start of many, many Christmas games for Embiid. The guy's a stud. He's a must-watch. We've talked about it earlier. The social media stuff plays into it. The fact that he makes enemies plays into it with the social media. I think this is the start of something big for Embiid. I think he shows up tonight. They play the or I'm sure he shows up on Christmas night. They play the 23rd. Everyone's off on the 24th, so I definitely think he plays this game. And he's playing against the Knicks and Porzingis, which I think he wants to make an enemy with Porzingis. Something <laughs> deep inside me says, I want to embarrass the unicorn. Just just get on him. He loves going against other he teams' loves, best players. Exactly. He lo- and big men, too. Porzingis both is over seven foot and beat around seven foot as well. So I think he this is a big game for Embiid. Uh, the 76ers as a team either have not been on Christmas since 2001. Wow. A long Holy time smokes. ago. They lost against the Lakers, yeah. So Ooh. a long time ago. Probably when AI was playing, I'd imagine. Yeah. 2001, yeah. So last time they've been on Christmas, 2001. So I think the whole team realizes this. Everyone, everyone, when you play in a Christmas game, it's it's monumental. I think it means more to Philly because they haven't been on since 2001. And against centers, the Knicks struggles couple guys that have gone up against uh the Knicks recently they've played a bunch of mediocre to poor centers in the past five games I had to go back like eight to ten games best center they played Marcus Solomon for 35 my boy Nikola Vucevic of Orlando went for 59 fanball points and how about the trio of Indiana Pacers turn in one game this is one game folks Turner went for 20 uh Miles Turner went for 23 Thad Young went for 30 Sabonis went for 32 good lord they steamrolled the Knicks in the paint 
Last four games when Embiid is healthy, he's gone for 50, 62, 59, 57. Opposing centers are averaging a double-double against the Knicks. 17 points, 10 rebounds. Go with Embiid on Saturday, first game at noon, $10,200. Can't wait to unwrap those NBA Christmas Day games, those Christmas Day unis. Nike, I was looking for that. I don't think they've displayed those yet or shown those to the public. If they have, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them either, so I don't think they have. Must be a, uh, I think they're waiting, I guess, until the game starts. Last minute, I guess. I'm excited to see. No 3v3 this week. Since we're going to be off for a couple weeks, uh, we're not going to leave you in suspense. We'll kick back off the, uh, the bets once we get back. Uh, and so that's all we've got for today. Thanks everyone so much for listening to these first 10 episodes. If you picked up late, wherever you picked off again, share Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media platforms you use. If you have to actually talk to some people and do it, I guess so be it. We will be back Monday, January 8th. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. We're out of here. Festivus for the rest of us. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.